Dan DeFiggio is the author of Beating Sugar Addiction for Dummies, and he's one of the most respected names in the fitness and nutrition industry. He's appeared on the Dr. Phil Show and was featured in Self Magazine, MD News, Personal Fitness Professional, and a host of other publications. And he's joining me today on Amy's Table to give us a strategy for beating those sugar cravings for the holidays. Welcome back, Dan. How are you? I'm doing great, Amy. Thanks for asking me to come back. Well, you know, I've got to say, if ever there's a time that we are going to be tempted with sugar, it is the holidays, and there's got to be some strategies we can use. Yeah, you got that right. The uh, the junk food is plentiful around the holidays, and the New Year's resolution time is usually when people decide to uh, take some steps to make their life healthier and better. Yeah. So uh, I put together this list of of ways to sort of steer yourself away from some of the junk food and the sugar and to help keep yourself on track to better eating. And, you know, I have a question for you. So many people, you know, they think that sugar is a, is something that belongs in their life, that, you know, they, they see no problem with it. What are some of sort of the false things that sugar does? Like it'll jack us up for a minute, right? But are we worse off when we crash? What are some of the, the you know, falsehoods about what sugar really does for us? Well, a sugar overload is a problem, especially a consistent sugar overload. It causes a host of health problems. In fact, the um, the book that I published about that, Beating Sugar Addiction for Dummies, has a whole chapter dedicated to a lot of the health problems that come with consistent sugar overload. One of the things that I try to emphasize with people is, when I coach them one-on-one, is to try to get them back to sort of a more realistic, sustainable, healthy eating plan. And that is going to include some junk food here and there. Mm-hmm. But uh, the problem comes when people start to rely too much on uh, junk food, convenience food, high sugar foods, things like that. They rely too much on it for convenience and for comfort and for energy. So uh, we need to steer people away uh, from using those types of substances as a, as a substitute for quality nutrition. And that's the thing, I guess. A well-nourished, well-taken-care-of body is probably feeling like what people think the cupcake makes them feel like. Do you know what I mean? Is that making sense? You know, people will use uh, sugar to get an energy boost, or a lot of times people will unknowingly use it for the serotonin response. You know, you get that warm, fuzzy, satisfied feeling when you get a big insulin rush, a big sugar rush. Right. I think people tend to get reliant upon that instead of actually teaching themselves how to stay in a good mood without it. Precisely. You said it much more articulately than I did, but that's it. You know, it's like really, truly, if you can banish that from your life, you're going to feel the way you think it's making you feel. And you know what? Before you cover uh, your strategies with us, I just want to ask you a quick question. I have in front of me a bag of uh, coconut palm sugar, and I recently used it in my banana bread. Is sugar just sugar, just sugar, or is this what it says on the bag, low glycemic, high nutrient? There are different kinds of uh, sugars and carbohydrates, and they have uh, you know, sort of different physiological effects depending on their uh, chemical makeup and the effect that they have on the insulin system. So generally, the two things that you want to think about are the type of sugar and the amount. Uh, the type of sugar has to do with uh, glycemic load. I believe you've talked about that on your show before yep. as far as the insulin response that people get. And then the total amount of sugar, and that's really what I try to get people to pay attention to. Um, sugar is so prevalent in a lot of processed foods 
and a lot of obviously a lot of sweetened foods and things like that. So if you start to actually pay attention to the total amount of sugar that you eat during the day, you may be surprised yeah. um, at how much you're actually getting. Good strategies to avoid that are A, read your labels, pay attention to what you're actually eating. And B, make sure that when you eat, every time you eat, try to get a combination of protein and carbohydrates. Anytime you eat just carbohydrates, such as the banana bread that you talked about, you're going to get a much bigger insulin response, bigger sugar spike. So if you eat half the amount of the banana bread and have some protein or some fat with it, you'll get a much better insulin response. So interestingly, when it comes to sugar, you're talking quantity, not quality. In reality, yeah, I mean, sort of, you know, it's like whether it's the coconut sugar or, you know, granulated sugar, you just want less of it, darn it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sugar in, in very small amounts is no problem from a physiological standpoint. Our right. bodies will handle that just fine. But the problem comes when you have way too much of it way too often. That's and, what I generally coach people about. You know, you said that a lot of people reading labels, a lot of people would be shocked. Let's just say you drank a can of regular soda. It's like a cup of sugar, isn't it? Yeah, there's 48, 52 grams of sugar in there, something like that, plus the phosphoric acid and artificial caramel coloring and all that. There's not a single redeeming thing in there except the the fizzy yeah, and I can't like. imagine a person who would sit down with a spoon and mow through a cup of sugar, you know, yeah. and yet they're willing to drink it and even biggie size it at the drive through And I think that would shock people just there alone how much sugar they're getting. But yeah. so let's talk about your six ways to shake those sugar cravings. And the first, as you say, we've just got to keep junk food out of sight and out of the house. Yeah, if you can't eat it if you don't have it around. And, um, you know, if you've got a, a goodie jar at work, keep it out of sight. Because what happens is uh, every time you walk by it or every time you open the pantry and see it, you have to make a decision. You know, you have to have the willpower and say, no, I'm not going to have that. No, I'm not going to have that. And eventually, all the well-intentioned no's become, eh, well, maybe just this once. And then pretty soon you're back to mindlessly popping hundreds of calories of sugar into your mouth every day. So... Don't play in traffic, you know, keep it out of, <laughs> keep it out of sight. You don't have to make the decision. And, you know, it is so true because that goodie jar also did not walk into your office on its own accord. No, it's not. that's a great. Can I steal that? <laughs> you can. You can. But it's true. And, you know, it's funny because then, of course, that goes back to when you're selecting what you're going to eat. Probably you don't want to go hungry. You don't want to go tired. You don't want to go stressed. Right. Because that's when the, the bad self might come out and say, sure, I'm going to grab that package of cookies to have, you know. You're exactly right. Anytime you're making decisions about food, whether it's what to eat or what to buy and uh, to prepare to eat, um, make sure you're in a clear headspace and you're not being reactive um, and being too hungry. Yeah, that's sure. important. Well, what do vitamins have to do with shaking sugar cravings? Yeah, that's number two on the list is make sure you take your vitamins. Actually, um, nutrient deficiencies can trigger food cravings. So one of the things that I generally do for most people, and there are a couple exceptions, but for most people, um, I will encourage them to use a high-quality daily multivitamin mineral supplement to make sure that um, not only does it reduce the food cravings, but it improves your health over, overall and aids in some stress management. Um, there are some recommended brands on uh, the, website, the sugar website that I have set up at beatingsugaraddiction.com. Okay, I'm going to make that note because you know what? Vitamins are probably the most confusing product on the planet, I yeah, think. Yeah, a lot 
lot of junk in the nutrition industry, and so I have made it my mission to weed through a lot of this and come up with uh, some quality products that are manufactured with uh, you know proper practices, proper labeling, got all the good stuff in it, no uh, no contaminants and things like that. Are there any? I know we're talking about sugar, but are there any trendy vitamins or supplements these days that people are taking that you're like, really, that is so unnecessary? <laughs> or you don't want to there, say. <laughs> there are usually, usually every year there's some sort of whiz-bang, wonder uh, nutrition supplement that comes out on the market. It's usually a multi-level marketing thing that people get excited about because they're going to try to make some extra money. Um, I, I'm not going to mention any specific, uh, <laughs> I don't blame you. Brands, but as a good general rule of thumb uh, for the general population, the things that we um, generally recommend to people for... Um, basic uh, nutrition fortification are, number one, a multivitamin mineral supplement, number two, fish oil for essential fats, Mm -hmm. and then three, either a a powdered green drink or a probiotic supplement or something for some extra vegetables and some extra probiotics for the digestive system and the immune system. Well, I have to laugh. What's wrong with those three things? I have to laugh because I think I take like 12 things every morning. I do take all of those, but I take I take CoQ10 and I don't know why. <laughs> but I do. I'll and tell I mean, you why if you want. Okay. I actually take coenzyme Q10 myself. Oh, okay, good. That makes me feel better cuz it's like 40 bucks a po- or the, you know, a bottle. <laughs> why do you take it? Well, coenzyme Q10 is um one of the coenzymes that the liver makes. I'll try to not get too technical and bore the the listeners too much. But um, it's especially important for uh, folks who use a statin drug, a cholesterol drug, because the way that that medication works is it shuts off the coenzyme production at the liver, thus lowering cholesterol production. So that works great. Uh-oh. But it also shuts off other coenzyme productions, some of which are uh, this coenzyme Q10 or ubiquinone is the official term for that. And that is a substance that your cells use for uh, regeneration especially in cardiac tissue. So uh, one of the reasons that the, uh, the statin drugs frequently cause uh, muscle myopathies is because it pre- prevents the cellular regeneration in the muscle tissue. So by using a coenzyme Q10 supplement, you can help combat that side effect from the statin drugs. Well, there you go. I don't take statin drugs, but it sounds like it still makes sense. It's regenerating something. Yeah, it's simply, <laughs> uh, is an, as we uh, age, and I'm not saying that you're aging, <laughs> Thank you. Neither <laughs> one of us are 20 years old anymore. And so um, it's a good, you know, your body gradually makes less and less of the coenzyme Q10 naturally. So it's a nice uh, way to help to prevent some muscle wasting and keep your heart in good shape. Okay, that's all good advice. Very good advice. Well, there are more of Dan's tips, and that includes eating enough and drinking enough water and cultivating powerful substitute behaviors. But I'm going to put a link to his website, which has all kinds of great information on it, including information about his book, Beating Sugar Addiction for Dummies. And the website, Dan, is beatingsugaraddiction.com, right? That is correct. Perfect. And make sure to check out that link for the best vitamins as well when you're there. Dan DeFigio, thank you so much. We're going to be smarter these holidays and, and appreciate all of your great insights. Hey, it's been my pleasure, Amy. Thanks for having me back. You're listening to Amy's Table. It's Amy's Table. A girl's guide to living. With Amy Tobin on Q102.